0: The mystery and the miracle of the birth of Christ was the fulfillment of the promise that God would be with his people. The very name Emmanuel means God with us, and Jesus Christ is our Emmanuel. In this study, Scott Pauley reminds us of our ever-present Savior, God with us.
1: We must never take sin lightly, and we must never take God for granted. And it's so easy to begin to handle holy things that you forget how truly blessed we are. That it's all mercy, that it's all grace, that the presence of God must never be taken for granted. We turn our attention now to the Chronicles. (laughs) You know, there are people who kind of skip over the Chronicles and even some of God's best people skim them uh, because we think, oh, my lands, all these names, 1,500 names, you know, in the first nine chapters of First Chronicles, and uh, difficult names, too. And yet, these books are more than just names. The record here is a revelation, and there's so much rich truth in it. In Second Chronicles, chapter number 15, we come to one of those stories connected to the life of Asa, one of the kings. Chronicles tells us more detail about Asa. Uh, than any other book, and this particular chapter, 2 Chronicles chapter 15, brings us back to our story, the continuing saga, the unfolding drama of the Lord's presence with his people. Uh, Let's begin in verse number one, and the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded, and he went out to meet Asa, and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin, the Lord is with you. While ye be with him, and if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. That's a sobering verse, isn't it? I would point out to you that it comes on the heels of one of the greatest victories Asa ever had. Do you know where we often have our greatest defeats? After our greatest victories. After God is blessed, after we've seen the Lord work, after answers to prayer, if you're not careful. You let down your guard, and the, and the enemy comes in. Or you start thinking it's all about you, and the greater enemy comes, the enemy of pride, and God is far from all of that. And so God sent one of his preachers, Azariah, uh, to give this great statement again, the Lord is with you, but notice the conditional nature of it, while ye be with him. Now, we know God is everywhere. Uh, God is with us at all times. He's not a hiding God. Uh, he's always present. He is everywhere present. But here's the point. He's not always and everywhere acknowledged. And the Lord doesn't forsake his own, but it is possible that we could forsake him. Though he's not intentionally hiding from us, we're running from him. We're ignoring him. We're missing him. And this was a wake-up call to the king. And by the way, if Asa needed it, we need it. Friend, the Lord's presence is with you. The Lord's power and provision, uh, protection, all that is with you. Uh, But don't ignore him. Don't you dare take God for granted, because in a moment of time, the Lord could withhold the blessing in such a way uh, that there's a wake-up call that comes to us. Do you know what the great secret to this passage is? Now, we're coming back to this whole chapter. In fact, I would challenge you to, to read and study Second Chronicles chapter 15. But there's one principle that is found five times. It's in verse 2, verse 4, verse 12, verse 13, verse 15. And it is this, it's the principle of seeking God, seeking the Lord. Do you know that very often we take God so for granted that we just assume, we presume upon the Lord instead of seeking Him as we ought to seek Him? And in 2 Chronicles 15, the people had not really heard from God for one reason, they had not sought after God. Could it be the reason we have not heard from the Lord and seen what the Lord has for us at this time? is because we have failed to seek God ourselves. I wonder, are you a seeking Christian today? Or are you taking God for granted? When the Lord holds back the blessings, when the Lord seems to to not be near, when you can't sense his presence, has it ever dawned on you that maybe that's just the Lord's way of making you hungry and thirsty again, of reminding you who he is and who you are and how desperately you need him? Bring you to the place where you say, oh, God, I need you. I can't do this on my own. You see, when we start taking things for granted, specifically when we start taking God for granted, we're in great danger. Let me give you a couple of illustrations of that. Uh, do you remember we've talked about the fact that the Lord was with David and with Solomon and their offspring? But did you know way back in First Samuel chapter 10 and verse number 7 uh, that uh, Saul had begun in the presence of God? The Lord was with Saul. Sure He was. Uh, God's hand was on him. It wasn't just that he was head and shoulders above everybody else in stature. The Lord was with Saul, and God used him in a mighty way. And yet there came a point in Saul's reign where he began to take God for granted. He presumed upon the goodness of the Lord. May God in heaven give all of us a, a pause here. I don't want to be Saul. I want to be David. Now, as New Testament Christians, we understand the Holy Spirit has not taken from his children. He comes to stay, and we praise God for that. But I will say this to you. There are a lot of Christians, people who know the Lord have the Holy Spirit living in them, who are not living consciously in the presence of God and are certainly not living in the victory that God purchased for them. And they're living defeated, broken Christian lives, substandard, subpar, uh, far below the the level of what the Lord Jesus paid for at Calvary. That's not God's intent. When did it come? When they began to take God for granted. And then another example, right here in Chronicles, back in First Chronicles chapter 9, and verse number 20, see if this name sounds familiar, and Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, was the ruler over them in time past, and the Lord was with him. Listen to that expression, the Lord was with him. Uh, here are, are men who are engaged in priestly work, who have access to God and to holy things, and the Lord was with them. Wonderful, praise God, but that's not the end of their story. No, many of these men ended in heartache and heartbreak. The judgment of God fell on them. Why? Because there came a moment when they began to seek their own interest more than they began to seek the Lord. And so Azariah comes to Asa with this very sobering message. Sure, rejoice in the goodness of God. Enjoy the blessings of God But don't ever forget where they came from, and don't ever forget how desperately you need the Lord. I'm going to tell you what we all need. We all need to pause and go back to the goodness of God and the God of goodness and say to him, Lord, forgive us for taking so much for granted. Forgive us for presuming upon the Lord like we deserve this or like we did this. God forbid. Look, the only thing I deserve is hell, and the only thing I can do is make an everlasting mess out of things. If there's any good thing in my life, it must be the Lord. The Apostle Paul said, In me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. The only good thing in any of us is the Lord Jesus Christ and the presence of God. And if you have any blessing today, if you've enjoyed any good thing, it is because God is with you. Don't ever forget it. Please, my friend, don't take God for granted. We'll return to 2 Chronicles chapter 15 and walk through the passage, and I'll give you some principles that I think we all can apply to to help us rediscover, if you will, the presence of God in our lives. But could I challenge you to do something today? Find a quiet place. Find a a place alone today, just you and the Lord, and talk with God. Uh, Thank Him for His goodness and His grace and His mercy. Uh, Acknowledge His presence in your life and confess afresh your weakness, your sinfulness, and your inability. It'll be good for us all just to say it. Uh, God already knows it, but it will be good for us to say it, for us to agree with God and to say, Lord, I, I do want you with me. I want to live in your presence. And by the grace of God, I not only want it to be said the Lord is with me, I want it to be said that I am with him. May God help all of us today to seek the Lord with all of our hearts and live in his presence.
0: During busy seasons of life, it is important to be consciously aware of God's presence. In all seasons and in all circumstances, God has promised you His presence. Emmanuel is not simply a name. It is a promise. Be sure to visit enjoyingthejourney.org and sign up to receive Scott's weekly newsletter, Helping Your Joy, delivered each Thursday to your inbox. Your joy will be helped with short devotionals, ministry updates, and Scott's upcoming itinerary. Simply click on the subscribe link in the top right-hand corner. From Scott and all of us here at Enjoying the Journey, thank you for allowing us to be an encouragement to you.